Welcome to this episode of Mercy Can Stop Her. I am your host, Judith Kambia Obatusa, JKO. Last week, I shared about my daughter's passing and how that has changed, just a slight change to my focus on this podcast. And one thing I also did last week was that I forgot to even mention my name. That's why it's called Mercy Can Stop Her, I guess. I do it messy. <laughs> Welcome. So this week, I just want to share something about love. I watch, uh, I subscribe and I follow a YouTube channel called Soft White Underbelly. That channel shares interviews with people who are struggling drug addicts, people who are in recovery, people who have turned from addiction, recovery, and now helping others. It also shares a lot of other types of interviews, like interviews with uh, who were in the force, like police officers who did, who were, who did something that was different from what to do like breaking the law though they were police officers and had to go to jail for it and now they've turned their lives around people in different people with various mistakes in life in life they are now living different lives but mostly this channel tells us about people's struggles and why and ask people to share what they believe led them there and for many those people, especially those drug addicts, it is something to do with their family, childhood trauma. Some were deeply loved, they enjoyed their childhood, but they had an experience with an adult that they trusted and it messed them up. But most of them had to do with their parents. So these, the way that their parents treated them or did not treat them, led them down a path of hurt and pain. And in their bid to do something about it, to, to heal themselves, to take away the pain, they went into addiction. And this is the story in many places. What happens to people as children impacts them through their lives until they are able to get healing. As a mom, as a mother or a potential mother, what we are going through, what went, happened to us as children impacts the kind of mothers we become. My daughter died because she was looking for love in all the wrong places. And she found that love with somebody who was in addiction. And that addict taught her how to be an addict. Introduced that to drugs, to crack cocaine, and then taught her how to be a street addict. And this is what that person had. And when I discussed with that man, 
he also had childhood trauma. This is why this is important for us. When we say that we love our children, how do we love them? How can we love our children if we do not love ourselves? The Bible says that we should treat our neighbors the way we treat ourselves. Even the Bible recognizes that the way we treat ourselves impacts how we treat our neighbors. We can't say we love others and we don't love ourselves. And the first, one of the major ways we can show ourselves that we love ourselves is to address those traumas that are in our lives. As I mentioned in last week's episode, my daughter internalized my pain. She felt my hurts. And she identified with it. And she took it upon herself. She wore it as a dress and it impacted her. If I went into a group, I remember when we went to a church and I was mistreated. It impacted her too. Everywhere I go with my child, she felt what I felt. This is why it's important as a mother that we address the traumas that shape who we are. Yes, I use the word shape intentionally because trauma determines how you respond when you are in interactions. You come into a place of interaction, either defensive, offensive, or welcoming, or just at peace. So if my child is feeling my feelings, if a former, one of the people who has been on this podcast who talked about her child becoming a drug addict at the age of about 13 or so. She talked about how children feel the parents' feelings. How her therapist or school counselor told her that the feeling, the children feel us what we feel. It is like diffusion. They don't hear what we say as much as they feel what we feel. So if you really say, I love my children, or I love the children I am going to have, I'm going to love my children, you have to work on those traumas. You have to do some self-reflection. You have to understand yourself. Understanding ourselves is not something to be glossed over. Do you know that understanding yourself will determine the kind of people who become your people, the friends that you keep, the relationships you have, even the person that you eventually share life with as a life partner or a spouse? If you understand yourself, you choose better. There are many personality tests that we can do to see who we really are. 
Facebook.com is one website that I have found really helpful. These things I'm mentioning, I am not trying to sell them to anyone. I am talking about things that have helped me. Because sadly, I became a better mother when I knew myself better. But then I knew myself better when I was very close to 50. In fact, I'm still knowing myself and I'm 52. If you are listening to this podcast and you are a mom or you are going to be a mom, you have it in your plans. Please take a moment to do at least this first thing, this first level of knowing yourself. Do a personality test. Go to 16personalities.com and do a personality test. And they can delve into like how you interact with people. Your personality can tell you how you interact with people. The best way that suits you in your interactions. 16 personalities even goes as far as the kind of supervision you get at work that works for you. Look, many times we talk about going to see a therapist. I got to learn about 16personalities.com when I I attended a program somewhere. Therapists don't just come they're not just place people you go and you listen, sit down and you listen to them and they or you or you they listen to you rather. You tell them all the stories that no, they have resources that are helpful to you. If you have a good supervisor at work, you can ask them what they see about you. Maybe just start with reach out to five people that are close to you that have interactions with you. If you work, your supervisor or your colleagues at work can be included. If you attend church, people that relate with you in church, people that relate with you in different areas of your life and ask them to tell you what they see about you. What do they see as your strength? What do they see as your weakness? And with that, start add to the process. So you do your personality test. Ask people around you about you. And then gather this up and do some self-reflection. You need to know yourself to be a good mother. Take, take your eye off the relationship you have with your life partner or the, the father of your child. Take your eye off it. I spent decades, about two decades on that. And now I've lost my child. If I use those two decades to build myself and show up as the best mother I could be, I feel that my daughter may have made different, different choices. I would have been there for them, for my kids. I would have built that relationship that they needed. I would have been there. I would have been doing well in my career. I would have been doing better in my life. Because when you talk about doing better in your career or your life, when the people you love the most are struggling, you can't be doing better. So it has nothing to do with how much money you have in your bank account, how people 
hail you as the queen of, of whatever. It's about the true, true relationships, the ones that are closest to you, the ones that you owe allegiance to. But after God, those who depend on you to nurture them and take care of them. And even if, even if you have their adults, it's not too late to work on yourself. A friend once told me when I was waiting, crying about my relationships with my children, my children's choices, he said something, if your children don't take you as a mother, God will raise people who will value you as a mother. The Bible tells us that God gives the barren woman children, makes her a mother of children. It doesn't mean that the barren woman, a woman who doesn't have children, becomes always God. That scripture doesn't mean the person will now become a mother, have their own child. There are children all around you. There are people who look up to you. There are people you can influence, people you can nurture. But you can't be the best if you don't know who you are. So on this episode today, I am encouraging you, if you're listening, get to know yourself. Because that's the beginning of being a good mother. And for, that's where I'm going to just leave it for today. Go to persistentpersonalities.com. Five people who are closest to you. And do some self-reflection. Let's start from there. Go and do it for yourself. And if you do that, I'm telling you, no matter the relationship you have with their father or your life partner or the person you live with, the person you share love with, no matter that relationship, mercy won't stop you. So thank you for listening. And see you next time.